Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, let's go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, AM 570, LA Sports. Be safe. It should start raining here uh, any minute. It'll rain for about an hour. Then you'll be in the clear, and tonight it's going to start, and it's going to rain all night and all morning. So be safe. Be careful driving. All of our folks that are drivers, uh, delivery people, uh, mail carriers. Yeah, that's our folks out there on the road, our delivery guys, man, and women. We we, we love you because you always listen to us. You always give the feedback just from us. Be safe out there, please. Please. Somebody can wait another five minutes on their package. Amen. Be safe today. Okay, bottom of the hour. Norms! Norms four-course meals are back for only $13.99. You visit any Norms location or order at norms.com. Uh, we will play Know Your Squad. If you get it, you'll win Norms. Norms! And if you don't, we open it up for everyone else. Also, I am now going to give you a surprise program alert. Mm. Uh, we will be doing a, a mm. remote show mm. coming up uh, middle of March. To kick off March Madness. So why why did I hear this from somebody a week ago? That that's, that this was happening. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you guys are gonna be out at so and so. Go ahead. So finish up. This no, is this I, is blowing me away right now. No, I just want you you did hear this from somebody? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, we are gonna be doing a remote show. It's a great location. Uh they normally are pretty packed. We're, where we're going to be, and we'll tell you about it next week. Normally, and I've been there a few times, they're pretty packed. So for our listeners, when we give you the cue to be there, I'd get there early. We're giving stuff away. It's going to be a great day. Uh, and that's coming up in the middle of March, and we'll talk more about it next week. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to that? I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, I mean, and I, I know we, can, we, can, we can't give away, you know, more details until next week, but, you know. In the break, I'll ask you some questions about it because I I did. I got a full-on text and had a conversation about it, and I absolutely told, called the guy a liar. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Somebody's playing a joke. Somebody's lying to you. Oh, you no, were no. lying to me. Rodney. In the world are you talking about? No, no, no. Now, I'm just going to say this, and I can't say a lot more about it on the air. You may have heard about a different one. And when I heard about the different one, I said the same thing you did. Okay. I was told okay. something. I went, oh, no. No, 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 no. And it involved March Madness? No. Okay, so not. mine did. All right, you know what? We'll talk about it in the break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, hey, thanks for listening because we're just working this out on the air. So thank you. <laughs> Which we like to do from time to time. We like to work out our uh, off-air de- details on air. So yeah. we appreciate you. Your family, anyway. Yeah, You're going to overhear things. That's right. You know, it's fine. We're all involved. Kevin, yeah. did you hear anything about the mystery text that Rodney had received? I have not. No. Okay, good. In the break, we'll discuss it. And then we will discuss if we can't discuss it. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you're a teenager and your mom's hovering outside the door, right? She hears everything. You know, nothing is sacred inside the house. It's the same way the radio station and the show. You know, you're going to hear things that she probably shouldn't hear.
That's right. It, and I would say 95 to 5% of the time, it's Fred saying it more than I'm saying it. Yeah, but today- he, he uses his inside voice outside. <laughs> but today it's you. Yes, it is me. Okay. We, we will me. get that all figured out. David Vassay comes up at about 1220 from Camelback Ranch. All right, who is the happiest guy in town? All we want in life, Rodney, you know, we're human beings. If you yes. cut us, we bleed. We all have emotion. All we want to do is be loved. That's all. That's all we ask. It really is it. Just love us. Love us as a person. Want us to be around. Let us have human contact. Put us in a place <laughs> where, where, where we're needed. We don't need any more than that. I mean, we need money. But overall, we just need that emotional support. We just need to be where we're, where we're loved. And you know who the happiest guy in Los Angeles, Orange County, who is all of thing? Southern California, include the IE, is Russell Westbrook. <laughs> He's the happiest guy in Southern California. He only wanted one thing. He wanted the love of his wife. He wanted the love of his children. He wanted the love of his family. And he wanted the love of those he works with. And now he is loved. He is bursting. He is so excited. He's in a place where he's loved. As a matter of fact, he talked about that yesterday. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a huge part, man, for anybody, any normal human being in any situation in the workplace and somebody that uh, a lot of teammates and people that want you here is uh, very important. Um, to me, I, I value that a lot. Just I've been in this league a long time and being somewhere that people want you and they embrace you and um, that meant a lot to me. So now he's happy. Yeah. Now he's loved. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, it's good to hear that because it, he is absolutely right. Um, especially when you're, in, you know, at some point in your career and it's you're in the middle of it. At this case, kind of in the tail end of it, you want to feel like somebody wants you. You really do. And I've been in situations like that before where there have been places. Uh, during my playing days that I kind of, ooh, I want to go here and play. This would be great. I could do this here. But the other team wanted me more, and I ended up signing with the other team because that's that's what you want. You want to go to a place where you feel wanted, and I end up doing the right thing uh, in those situations. So I get exactly what he's, what he's talking about. Yeah, but he is he also saying that maybe there was a place recently where he didn't feel wanted? Yeah, maybe. That's that's both could be true. Yeah, both could be true. But I I think if you go back to the early days when he came here. They welcomed him with open arms, maybe some of the fans and critics didn't, but I think the team did. Certainly LeBron did. A.D. did. Uh, And hearing, you know, go back, I guess, and, and really listen to those guys talk and teammates talk when he when he first signed with the Lakers. It was nothing but open arms. And we want you here, Russ. Now, didn't you know? Got sour as as the year and a half went by, but there was a lot of love for Russ when he came back home. Uh, wrong fit. Yeah, simple. So simple as that. Very wrong simple. fit. Uh, they made a mistake. Now somebody has to pay for that mistake, and the person that paid was Russ. He was the one that paid for it. They they did that mm-hmm. to him, and I can understand why. Uh, as he departs, he may not have Frank the, Vogel paid for it too, and Frank Vogel paid for it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the guy that should be really bitter here. Frank Vogel. Yeah, because yeah. Frank Vogel could coach. And yeah. that ended Frank Vogel. 
that's the guy that should be bitter. Absolutely should be. Yeah, he should be upset. Because he had no say-so in this whole situation. Well, if he had, he would have said, don't do that. Yeah, which I'm, I'm sure he did. Which like, didn't help on him. deaf ears. Yeah, which didn't help him, right? right? Because they were going to do it. Uh, Frank Vogel is the guy that should be upset. Yeah. And good for us. Uh, let's see what happens now. You know, when you are playing free and easy, when you are in a work environment where they play to your skill set or allow you to be you, oftentimes you're highly more productive. You're better. That was a bad fit for the Lakers. They picked a guy up that they should never have picked up, tried to put him in a position where he was not going to succeed, and you saw the result of that. You become bitter. Just think about yourself in any job you've ever had. You're really good at this. You get hired, and they say, no, go do that. I don't really know how to do that. Yeah. Well, I think you can learn. Well, I'm struggling learning. Well, that's because you're an idiot, you see? Yeah. It's your fault now. Yeah. I told you what I could do, and you know what I'm good at. But you're telling me to do this. I told you I can't do that. You told me to try. I did. And then you look at me and go, well, now you're an idiot. Well, I'm not an idiot. I told you I couldn't do that when you hired me. They made a bad That's decision. That's so true. That's right? so true. Yeah. Isn't that how people do things? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's like uh, you, you, it's on tape what I can do well. You know what? My resume says what I can do. Right. Right? So why are you asking me to do something else? And then when I appease you and, and, and be a team player and go do something else, then you call me an idiot and say I can't do it. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what are you bitching about? What, what, why am I moping around here? What, what's the problem? Well, the problem is you're asking me to do something I don't do. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. And because I'm not doing it the way you want because I can't do it anyway, now you're mad at me. Yeah. And now it's my fault. And I did this. And I'm to blame for this. Good for him. Hope it works. He's got a smile on his face. And really, that's all you can yeah. ask of anybody. And, you know, think about it, too, Fred. He didn't have to up and move. No, all he has That's to a do. huge thing. Uh, he just has to that's, walk across the hall now. Walk across the hall, doesn't have to move homes. It is ideal situation. And, you know, it goes from a. A team that's that's got a fight and claw to get in the playoffs to a team that's going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Goes from a team that's got a fight and claw. Uh, if everybody's healthy and things work, maybe yeah. they can make some noise. To a team that if everybody's healthy, yeah, they are going to win it all. Yeah. They got a chance to win it all. Mm-hmm. And on the topic of the team that's got to fight and claw, the countdown begins tonight. They host Golden State, 23 games to go. You know what they have to do. They got to be above 500. They've got to go on an incredible run. Darvin Ham says this is the push, not to make the play in. He says this is the push to get to the sixth seed at a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. Yeah. He doesn't want to just get in on the play in. He's saying, no, why, why? We want a guarantee. Why not? Well, and if they got that guarantee, I'd hate to see them in the playoffs because they'll be the Ooh. hottest team in the NBA. Oh, yeah. That is the thing, right? If they do get to that situation where they are the sixth seed, that would mean, like you said, they would have to be playing some great basketball and everybody have to be healthy. And if that's the case, nobody would really want to see them in that first round. Right. And that, and that journey begins tonight uh, against Golden State, a team that also is clawing right now and battling as best they can. Uh, here's the thing. With the excitement, and I'm excited for tonight's game, and I said this before, uh, until I saw that new lineup all on the floor together, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't really like watching the Lakers this year. It's our job. We watch them. I get it, and we talk mm-hmm. about them. Doesn't mean we have to like everything we do, but we do it. And I did not like watching them one bit before I saw the new lineup. Then I went, okay, these guys are an NBA club now. They've got depth. They've got people at every position. Uh, they've got people we've heard of. And now you've got LeBron. Hopefully he'll stay healthy. AD, hopefully he'll stay healthy. D'Angelo Russell has grown up. Uh, Beasley can play. Vanderbilt can play. Uh, Hachimura was a good addition. Suddenly you look at these guys and go, okay, yeah. all right. Now this is going to be fun. And it's going to be fun to watch them. But I'll say this. they got to make the playoffs. they got to make mm-hmm. them. I mean, because the excitement of, well, LeBron set the scoring record. You know how the, you know how the world works today? It's like 24 hours news cycles. Okay, congratulations. Now what? Now what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Good for you. You made it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll worry about that later. Or it'd be even worse. You made it at the expense of making the playoffs. Because you lost Who that cares? game to OKC. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares about that record? You didn't make the playoffs. Right. It will be an incredible epic fail if they don't make the playoffs. I don't care about the trade. I don't the excitement. And I'm excited now. If they don't make the playoffs, this is a fail, a major yeah. fail for them not to make it again. Rodney, that would be really bad. Horrible. Horrible. After everything that's gone, it'd be bad on all fronts for the organization, number one, uh, but certainly for, for LeBron and, and his accomplishments because he's really, you know, aside from, you know, him, him being hurt, but, you know, to be able to do what he has done at 38 years old and then on top of that, I mean, I'm t- aside from the record, but, you know, putting up 30 a night like he's been doing for most of the season and, 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 and then breaking the record, for them to – not make the playoffs, it means that that is the story of the 2022-23 season, them not making the playoffs. Not LeBron had an incredible year at 38. Not LeBron broke Kareem's record. It is the Lakers' failure in 22-23. Yeah, and you know what? I don't think that's what they want the story to be. No. I don't think so. Uh, Bottom line, it begins tonight, and they really better win. Bottom of the hour, we're going to play uh, Know Your Squad. North! You win it, you get it. Just that simple. When we come back, it was a scrimmage day at Camelback Ranch for the Dodgers. David Vasse was there, and he'll talk about it. Uh, Rodney, coming up later on this hour, we put the CCCAA saga to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the right thing. It has worked. At Let's least hope. One of Let's the stories. hope we put it to bed. Well, uh, fair. Yes. Put it like this. We put it to bed for now. And we'll talk about that coming up. Bottom of the hour. North! Know your squad. Give you a cue to call. Jump in here and uh, beat Rodney and Ronnie on this this cold and wet Thursday. You're going to North! Four Deuces are back at Norm's Restaurants for just $8.99. Visit any Norm's location or order at norms.com. Let's go out to Camelback Ranch and join our buddy David Vasse, the best in the business, the host of Dodger Talk, a guy that works 24 hours a day during baseball season. Dave, how are you? I'm doing good. Just left Camelback Ranch. It was a good day out here. A little less chilly with uh, no wind than it was mm. yesterday. So it was a good day out here. Okay. So uh, two-inning scrimmage today, right? 
Yes, maybe that's why I have a little bit more life in my mm. voice today. We got some competition. We had actual games out there. Yeah. The Dodgers split the teams, and Julio Urias started for one team, and Noah Syndergaard started for another team. And honestly, the play of the game was made by Miguel Vargas. He made a diving stop to his left on the grass playing second base to rob Miguel Rojas. He he fielded the ground ball on the grass, gathered himself, and threw him out. So that was uh, that got the loudest ovations of the day from his fellow teammates. Love it. Love it. See, Fred, second baseman can make that play. You don't need the shift. Well, I'm glad. No, Rodney, I'm glad you just said that. Let me follow up, Dave, because Rodney said something and I was wondering it. Have you seen a difference in positioning now, given the new rules? Not today. Today was the first day that they had a scrimmage like this. And when they're taking infield practice, taking ground balls, they really haven't done any sort of that shifting. And today, um, I can't say like it was anything extreme. Yeah. Um, all right. So you said uh, Syndergaard went for one squad and, and Julio went for the other squad. Um, any early looks on Syndergaard, how he looked, anything like that, Dave? It looked like the ball was coming out of his hand free and easy, Rodney. I'm not going to pretend that I know how, how hard the fastball was clocked at today. The Dodgers are playing that close to the vest. And yeah. so is Syndergaard. After, uh, after the game, we found a way to uh, go, go into the clubhouse and try to ask him some questions about that. All he said was that he feels like his uh, biomechanics are a lot better this year than what they were a year ago. And Austin Barnes was catching uh, Noah Syndergaard today, and I talked to him and asked him whether or not he thought the fastball was had some life on it. And he said he thought his uh, fastball looked really good. He struck out Freddie Freeman on a two-seam front hip fastball, so that was encouraging as well. And Austin obviously had the best look of anybody, so I'll take his word for it. You know, Dave, Syndergaard has said, look, I've come here like so many have. I want you to fix me, and I want you to make me better. And do you think just by virtue of the fact that they're there with that pros- that thought process, it makes them better? Uh, well, it feels like he's bought in. You know, he's uh, taken in the data the Dodgers uh, have for him after every time he throws a bullpen or on a day like today. So it feels like he's taken in all the data and he's buying in. And the Dodgers certainly have uh, – the results to back up what they're trying to get him to do. Yeah, and it sounds like his mindset is there, Dave. I mean, I heard a quote that he was like, I'm not just here to be a serviceable fourth, fifth, sixth starter, whatever. I want to be, you know, get back to my dominant self. Is that a realistic possibility for him, you think? I think so, Rodney. I feel like he's just got to trust that he's completely healed from that Tommy John surgery and talking to people around the Dodgers. They said that's a big part of this. He's got to just let it rip, uh, for a lack of better term. And he never really did that, talking to people with the Angels. Um, so I've gotten the, the big spectrum of uh, scanner reports on Noah Syndergaard from people with the Angels and in the short time he's been with the Dodgers. And basically he's got to let it rip and, and trust himself and trust that he's not going to get hurt if he does. Hey, Dave, Trace Thompson has talked about the fact that he needs to be better at hitting left-handed pitching. Uh, first, do you know if he was one of the guys who went to driveline? Because I don't know. And second, how has he looked so far? I, well, I haven't asked him if he went to driveline, but 
the reason why he told me last year he struggled against lefties was because he had made adjustments to try to be an everyday player. And in doing so, he kind of uh, did something that prevented him from being as good as he was in the past against left-handed pitching. And Dave Roberts talked about him this morning. He believes that they need Trace Thompson to be part of the left field platoon with David Peralta. And for that fact, in center field as well. So they need him to be that guy. And I could just tell you, just Trace's demeanor last year, this spring, it's a guy that doesn't believe he has a secured spot on the roster. So he has the mentality that he still has to prove himself, which obviously makes him special and why the Dodgers love him so much. Yeah, yeah, it feels like he does. He still has that that something to prove chip on his shoulder, and that's a good thing for for a guy like him. Uh, Dave, with um, JD Martinez now, at, at least looks like penciled in as the uh, as the everyday DH. Um, last year we were kind of used to, you know, Will Will Smith being the DH when Austin Barnes caught. Is now that JD is there. What's that going to do to Will Smith when he doesn't catch? How are they going to get him in his bat? Because his bat is so important in the lineup. Yeah, he would be a late-inning pinch hitter at this stage from what we've gathered from Dave Roberts. That that was such a luxury to have a good catcher behind Will Smith and still keep Will's bat in the lineup. But, uh, look, J.D. Martinez is 35 years old. I know it's uh, people discount the physical grind uh, and mental grind of a DH during the season. So he's going to need days off as well. So I I feel like there's going to be plenty of opportunities for that combination again this year. Hi, Dave. Uh, Where are you going now? Lunch? Yeah, going to have some lunch now. We got Dodger talk for a half hour tonight as well. Yonder Alonso, who happens to be the brother-in-law of Manny Machado and broadcast on MLB Network, was at Dodger camp today. So we caught up with him. And also the director of travel for the Dodgers, Scott Akasaki, will take us inside the 2020 World Series bubble. Oh, that that actually sounds great. Okay. Dodger talk tonight. What time is it at? 7 o'clock, and we take you to the bottom of the hour, 7.30, before UCLA, Utah. Okay. Have a good show tonight. Enjoy lunch, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, guys. Thanks. Thank you. There goes our buddy David Basset at Camelback Ranch in Phoenix. Uh, all right. Who's ready to win? Norm! 866-987-2570. It's Know Your Squad. Today the squad is the Lakers. If you win, you get Norms. If you lose, we'll open it up for everybody. And Norms, four-course meals are back for only $13.99. Visit any Norms location or order at norms.com. Also coming up later on this hour, we're going to hear from Brad Pickler. Now, he is the softball coach at Cyprus, uh, and one of his players had been victimized by the now infamous CCCAA in a ruling that deemed her ineligible, and it was going to cost her a chance at a Division One scholarship. Well, things have worked out now, and uh, she's back in business, and we're going to hear from uh, Brad Pickler coming up in a bit. Go out to Palm Springs. David's on the line. David, how are you? We're doing well, sir. How are you guys? Good. How's the weather out there today? Oh, it's beautiful. Better than westbound, so I'll take it. We got sun. Beautiful. Uh, All right. So, David, uh, we're going to play Know Your Squad. I'll give you a question and five choices. Answer before I give you all five choices. You're locked out. You have a challenge. Use your challenge. It's upheld. You retain your challenge. Use your challenge. It's denied. 
You're locked out of the next question. And do you know what you're playing for today? Norm! Norm! Ronnie, you ready? Greetings, Rogan and Rodney. I'm ready to go. Question one, Anthony Davis led the Lakers with 12 block shots in the six-game NBA final series went over the Heat in 2020. Who was second on the team with five block shots in that series? Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, LeBron James, Danny Green, or Al Green? Dwight JaVale Howard. McGee! JaVale McGee! No. Dwight Howard! No. LeBron James. No. Danny, Danny Green. Rondy got it. Oh, I thought I said Danny. You said Danny, but you didn't say anything else. Oh. Okay. Because I was ready to hit the button. Okay. I was, I was ready to give it to you. Okay. But you forgot his last name. Okay. <laughs> okay. Terrible. It's not terrible. Okay. All right. Da- David, you agree with that ruling, don't you? Mm. Yep. Got to have the full name. Oh! There you go. Okay. Okay. There you go. Stop now disrespecting about, me, bro. Now I'm about to really put it on you both. Now, you, now you're ready to go? Yes. Okay, let's go. Which of these playoff Lakers? mode now, Fred. Okay. You're LeBron. You've activated playoff mode. Which of these former players has not been a head coach of the Lakers on a full-time or interim basis? George Mikan, Kurt Rambis, Michael Cooper, Jerry West, or Kanye West? George Mikan. No. Michael Cooper. Michael Cooper. David is on the board. He said, Michael, I didn't hear the Cooper. No, you did hear the Cooper. Yes, you did. I heard the Cooper. Yes. That was legit. Yeah. All right, you're on Make the board. Make a waste of review. You don't, we don't even need hey, to go easy, to the, David. The, yeah. Make him you. Rodney, you want to use your challenge? No. Okay. All right. All right. Here's your next one. Who holds the franchise record for most free throws made in a playoff game of 21? Oh. Will Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Jerry West, or Jerry Seinfeld? Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Jerry West. Kobe Bryant. Rodney. Hey, there you go. Get on the board. Rodney on the board. Left little doubt. Well done. Anybody's game now. Anybody's game now. Anybody's game. David, do you live out in Palm Springs or are you going somewhere? No, I live in Palm Springs. Oh, you're playing PGA West today, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm Little talking Mitchell about. Hill. Yeah, buddy. Nice. Nice. I really love it out there. I think it's great. So do you. It is. I do. Yeah, okay. My buddy Scott Simpson's out there. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, I just love it out there. I, I think it's the I best. do, too. Mm. All right. Which of these players did the Lakers actually draft twice? George Mikan, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Rudy LaRusso, or Daniel LaRusso? Rudy LaRusso. Elgin no. Baylor. Oh, David. David. David, you ever been out there to Mama Gina's in Palm Desert? Absolutely. How good is that? That's Italian food. Oh, it really is. It's kind of, it's not like Dantana's here, but it's been there so long, it's kind of a, a staple of the desert. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Okay, you got the lead. Here's your next one. Which of these former players was not a first-round pick by the Lakers? Sam Jacobson, Nick Van Exel, Brian Cook, Eddie Jones, or Eddie Van Halen? Sam Brian Cook. No. Nick Van Exel. Oh, David. David. Really? Van Exel won? Yeah. yeah. Second-round pick. Second round. Wow. And my God, we're going to play the last question. David won. But David, you're going to win. We'll play the last question for the hell of it. But you already won. Good job. Way to go, David. Here we go. Norms. Norms. Lakers beat Minnesota in six games in the 2004 Western Conference Finals. Which of these players made a game-high six three-pointers in that game six closeout win? 
Devin George, Derek Fisher, Kareem Rush, Gary Payton, or Gary Coleman? Derek Kareem Fisher. Rush. Kareem Rush. Ronnie. But on this day, David, you did it. You won Norm's. The four deuces are back at Norm's Restaurant for just $8.99. Visit any Norm's location or order at norms.com. Norm's! Way to go, David. Great job. Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Way to go. Way to go. Appreciate you listening out there in the desert. Okay, it's a story we've been following, and we're going to put a put a bow on it, at least for now. The CCCAA. Well, we made a stink about it, and we got something done, and that's next. Today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. This song was the second single off the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack and spent four weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100 charts, spanning the months of January and February of 1978. The song was the second of six number one singles by the group in 2000, and in 2004 it came in at 189 on Rolling Stone's Top 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Again... Today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Rodney, back in the day, you really got down to those guys. I did. I love the Bee Gees, man. I'm telling you, I know it. Yeah. Sadly, I'm old enough to have played their music when I was a disc jockey on the radio. Oh, yeah. Did you play it often, Fred? They had so many hits, man. You think about the hits that they had in the 70s. Telling you, and you know what? Saturday Night Fever came out, boy, man. That's when I wore my platform heels. With the goldfish in them? Oh, I didn't have the goldfish, no. But I had those those big platform heels, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had had the big butterfly collars, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Nobody was hipper than I was back in the day. With your chest sideburns? Poofing out there, Fred? And and you know what? It carried with me my entire life. Did you wear the angel flight pants, Fred? I did not wear angel flight pants. I wore uh, long yellow bell bottoms. Did you have the Elvis chops, the sideburns? Did you have that? I couldn't grow any hair then. I'm still like a chihuahua. Uh Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Maybe that was too much information. A little bit. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, so we've been on this story all week long. The CCCAA, California Community College Athletic Association. There were some injustices. Some people were done wrong, and we decided to get involved and try to make it right, or as right as we could. want to welcome back on now the uh, women's softball coach at Cypress College, Brad Pickler. And, Brad, thanks for coming back on. Good to be back, you guys. Thanks for having me. Okay. So we have been dealing with the CCCAA all week long. Uh, There was an athlete at Cerritos College, uh, a young man with autism who was unable to hear, taught his teammates sign language, and the CCCAA, in our mind, basically did him dirty, uh, and they had to forfeit a game in which he played, and it, it made him very upset. Then we found right. out about the case at Cyprus with one of your women's softball players. Quickly fill us in. Well, we had a girl that was uh, deemed ineligible because uh, there was a, uh, an issue that happened with COVID where they thought she, uh, we had enough units for the girl, and she ended up by uh, the CCCAA said they, she didn't have enough units. And so we were going through the appeal process, and we were waiting for the second appeal, and thank goodness um, yesterday, uh, with the help of a lot of people, including uh, uh, Fred and Rodney, uh, we got a 
a message from the director, executive director, that she's eligible to play. Yes. Yes. Now, this, yeah, young, so this young lady is very talented uh, and really needed to play this year because she could get a Division I scholarship out of this, and they were just dragging their heels. Uh, they they were uh, basically, they had a, a clerical error and screwed up and wouldn't own up to it, and this poor young lady was suffering the consequences. Then uh, we got on this, Rodney and myself, and uh, we started one day, we moved to another, and yesterday at 1 o'clock, I, we just blistered the CCCAA. We tried to reach out to their executive director, who did not respond to us. Uh, we basically put them on blast. Suddenly, we got a response from Jennifer Cardone responding to us by email. <laughs> what did she respond, Fred? Uh, she responded basically, uh, <laughs> these are the rules and the rules are the rules. And yeah. that's the way the rules go. But that didn't stop us. I responded to her, Brad, by saying, we're not going to stop. We will not stop. Right. Uh, and right. then about 2.45, maybe 3 o'clock, you sent a text and said your player was cleared to play. Uh, Correct. Yeah, I, I just want to say, and I think uh, Rodney will speak for himself, listen, it was my pleasure being involved in this and helping you guys out. Rodney, I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah. I, our thing, Fred, I think when we first heard this story, we were just blown away uh, by the lack of humanity. But it's not hard to do the right thing. You know, Brad, it's not exactly. hard to do the right thing. And I think at the end of the day, we should not have to have gone through what we've gone through. You've gone through what you've gone through. or, or And more importantly, the kids have to have gone right. through what they've gone through. When all you have to do in the first place is do the right thing. I agree. And it was, uh, you know, there, there was mistakes on the college's side. There was mistakes on the CCAA side. And hopefully, you know, Put it again, but you guys should have seen the joy in this girl's eyes yesterday. I mean, I got a little emotional. Oh, we had a game yesterday, and uh, I get a little caught up talking about it right now. But she just, just the look in her eyes when we told her, "Hey, you're eligible to play." And you can imagine, you know, being in a team sport, how the team reacted. You know, they were just like cheering yeah. her up and doing all kinds of stuff, and it was just unbelievable. You know, she, we were we were playing a game, and we got her into the game. And it happened to be tied up in the uh, last inning, and she let off the last inning with a single up the middle that started the rally ah. that put us ahead. And, you know, the game got called because of dark enough to go back and finish it, but we're ahead because of what she did in the game and just, you know, just in her eyes, you know. And then her parents, they, they said to put a shout-out to you guys, and it was just, you know, it, I, I'm just glad it ended up the way it ended up because it was a bad situation for a while. And they, they had told me the day – of our game yesterday that the mom walked into her room and she never mirror and she just said, mom, I'm so depressed right now just because I can't do this. And so the timing couldn't have been better. You know, the timing couldn't have been better. Well, Brad, let me say this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to us. Huh? We're, we're like a legal firm. Right. Thank yeah. you for coming to our firm. <laughs> Thank you. But seriously, <laughs> thank you for trusting us with this. Right. And thank you right. for allowing our pleasure. We're thrilled for her. We're thrilled for you. We still have, but I do want to say this. Right. We enjoyed doing this for people. And uh, it means a lot to us that you trusted us. We're glad we could help. For you guys, all all's well that ends well. And now go and win. Right. Yeah. Go win, baby. Right. No, yeah, I mean, it, her name is Cameron Automondo, great kid. You know, and, I, I, and I'd be a little bit remiss if I didn't at least thank the second appeal board 
that, you know, we went through the first appeal and it was denied. And I, I appreciate that committee that ended up, you know, saying that she was eligible to play. So I, 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 I thank those people on the appeal board. And there were so many people that um, I was on this day and night, and you know, and then when you guys got on it, you know, it, it went to the next level. But, you know, all the people that listened to me, especially you guys, you know, that would, would hear our story because when we're a small entity like we are, you know, wh- where do you get the help? You know what right. I mean? And there, there was just, you you guys reached out and you got on it, you know, and you, and you didn't drop the ball. You just, you stayed on it. And I, I, I thank you guys so much for doing that. And everybody that was involved that ended up getting this kid um, eligible because the bottom line, like you said, it, it's this kid's future. And, you know, COVID messed up a lot of us. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm just so happy that she, you, I, you guys, I can't even imagine it. You, you, you guys didn't see her eyes like I saw them yesterday. It was unbelievable. It was well, so great. well, Brad, we we want to thank you, man, because you you didn't you didn't give up either. And and a lot of yeah. times that that's where gotcha. it starts, man. And, and and having someone like you in her corner that's fighting for her, it, it doesn't always happen. And you persevered, right. man. You did not let this go. And I I just right. want to say. Uh, I appreciate you. We thank you, man, because we wouldn't have found out about it if it wasn't for you and you staying on this and not dropping the ball on this, man. So, you know, I, I'm giving right. you a big pat on the back because you are you are the guy and the catalyst that made this happen. I, I appreciate that, but you guys were all in, you know, and that makes a difference. You guys, you guys were all in, and that 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 really helped. And you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank my wife, you know, Noel, yes. because she heard this thing every night for the last five weeks. Yeah. And, you know, just she had to live me, you know, all these phone calls and just me harping about it every single night. You know, she, she was a saint during all this stuff. Well, listen, we appreciate the kind yeah. words. Congratulations to you. Now keep us posted on how you do. I will keep you posted and anybody listening, Fred and Rodney are the best, you know, so I, I hope, I hope you have a, a zillion listeners that listen to this thing. And, you know, and the thing was, I got phone calls after Tuesday. I had a phone call from Hawaii. I had a phone call from San Francisco. I had a phone call from Merced. So you, you guys are out there. You know, you're out there. You, you're, you're being heard. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what's awesome about the whole thing. Brad, there's no accounting for taste. I'll tell you that. But we listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch. All right, we're glad that worked out, Rodney. Yeah, 100%. Right. We're glad we can make a difference. And I just want to say this uh, to everybody listening. Look, we're, we're not the crime stoppers or anything like that. But if there's something that comes up and you need some help and it involves the touch with us, and I'm being dead serious, you know, we're here every day and we always say we're a giant family and uh, we're here for our family. So if we can help, we'll always try. And you should know that. Uh, swing by Roger Dunn Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Roger Dunn Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Next hour, Bill Plaschke will join the show. We're looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, when is enough enough? And if you think it's enough, is it really? We'll explain. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.